0: Welcome to the Cake and Jason podcast, a once a week update on all things food, family, community, gardening, whatever. We call it sidecar. If it has to do with rituals around food and holidays, making food or taking it places, or remembering what we were eating during the important times in our lives, we'll talk about it here. If you've been listening to the whole podcast from the beginning, then you know that my father was a drug addict, heroin from the Korean War, and then pain pills after he got hurt on the job, and then an alcoholic before he got sober when I was about 12 years old. It took a long time for me to get to a place where I know that addiction is not a moral failing and that I have nothing but support and love and maybe some boundaries for people who are struggling with sobriety and lots of admiration and pride for folks who are working to rebuild themselves by shaking that monkey off their back. I think a lot about the person I turned out to be, for better or worse, and how my all-too-familiar experiences with addiction and all the baggage associated with it formed the foundation of my personality and the several pages of quirks, obsessions, phobias, and issues. Someday, we'll work all that out in therapy, but not this week. If you know me at all, you know I love gifts. Not big, fancy, expensive gifts although those are fine, but gifts that say, I was thinking about you today. I sometimes reflect on a moment in the relationship I had with the first Mr. Coleslaw when he came from from his job at the restaurant with the most perfect peach and said, I was at the produce market at Tortolot today and I saw this peach and it was so perfect and I know how much you love peaches, so I got it for you. How many years ago was that moment? 27 maybe, and yet I can remember exactly where we were, in the kitchen on Ring Street, when he pulled it out of his Timbuktu bike messenger bag, wrapped in a dirty kitchen towel, and his baseball cap to keep it safe. But not all perfect gifts are from people who have known you for a million years, like the beautiful handmade quilt that complete internet strangers, although like many of my friends from this year, strangers no longer sent me when I was sick last year, which became an instant family heirloom. I've never had a homemade quilt before, and it is heavy and thick, and it is like the most beautiful weighted blanket with elements of my life, the cats and the garden and the bees represented. And the first night it was on my bed, I slept peacefully through the night after three months of anxiety and pain and fear. Anyway, I have a short list of the most perfectly gifted gifts, including gifts I like to give. And I'm adding a new one. And it is so related to the podcast. But I I wanted to call your attention to this cool company. And again, this is not an ad. Um, This is something that was given to me as a gift. And I want to tell you about it because I finally used it this week. This year for Valentine's Day, Ben gave me a subscription to Dope. Dope is a cookie dough of the month company. Every month they get two pint containers or the equivalent of cookie dough in the mail. It's eggless, so you can eat it raw, which I actually don't do. Um, and it comes well packed with a few ice bags. And I have received February's and March so far, which were chocolate, peanut butter, and red velvet for the first month and little sugar cookie balls that came um, already formed in two Ziploc bags with sprinkles already mixed in, so kind of like funfetti-flavored and a kind of snickerdoodle with white chocolate chunks. The dough lasts 45 days in the fridge and 12 months in the freezer. I admit I was a bit skeptical about eggless cookies, but these turned out to be quite delicious. I popped the pint containers in the microwave for about 10 seconds to take the chill off, and then I just used my cookie scoop to easily form a few dozen cookies from each batch. It really couldn't have been easier. But here's what's so special about this company, at least to me. It's owned by a woman who got sober in 2015 quit her tech job, and started making cookie dough that you can eat right out of the bowl. And a portion, portion of every purchase benefits nonprofits working on destigmatizing mental health and addiction recovery. Here's a spoiler from the other pod. After my father got sober, he quit his job as a tree guy for Davy Tree, and he started his own company. He built up his gardening and landscaping company using almost exclusively people in recovery. In fact, I think I may have been one of his only employees who was not someone either just out of jail or just in recovery. He was not a perfect person, but he mostly tried to leave by example, and he made sure that the people had second and third chances because he had at least that many chances himself. Ben didn't know I was starting this podcast when he arranged for Dope of the Month Club. But he did know how I would respond to a company owned by a woman in recovery because he knows my family history. The cookies are just an added bonus. And speaking of those cookies, I'll keep you posted on the flavors as they come every month. But so far, this is how I rank them. Number one, peanut butter kiss. Number two, fairy dust. Those are the sugar cookie drops with the sprinkles mixed in. Number three, Red Velvet Vixen, which really just tastes like sugar cookies, but are dark red. I think these were special for Valentine's Day. And number four, Cinnamood, which is like a snickerdoodle with a lot of cinnamon and some white chocolate chunks. Not a big fan of those. Don't like snickerdoodles. That's one thing that you can pretty much set your watch on. I'll put the website information in the show notes and on Twitter so that you can check them out. As an aside, I will put on my environmentalist hat on and say that during the last two years where many of us have been working from home and we have realized just how much stuff we have and how much trash we generate, giving and getting consumable gifts can be both a relief and a help for someone like me who is a manic collector of things because it doesn't contribute to the clutter and you can also share the gift. We baked up all the cookies this week, and I sent half of them with Zach as he made his way back to Montana, and another bag of cookies is waiting to be delivered to Ben's friends who is going through a tough patch, and we still have cookies left over. How is that not the perfect gift, one that allows you to share with your friends? And I get a surprise in the mail every month. So those are my thoughts for the week. Shall we get to April's food holidays for the month and for this week? Welcome to April. It is National Florida Tomato Month. But look, I'm going to give it to you straight. The best tomatoes are the ones you grow yourself, or that your neighbor grows and leaves on your doorstep, or the ones you get at the farmer's market. Any tomato that has to drive more than, say, 20 miles in a truck is just not a tomato for me. Your mileage, no pun intended, may vary. My bonkers Dutch food calendar also tells me it is National Food Month, And I'm not at all sure how that differentiates this month from all the other months where we also eat food, but I do not make the rules or the calendar. It is also soft pretzel month. And let me tell you about this delicious sandwich I had yesterday. I had to go do a little field work. Thankfully, it took me by both Felix and Oscar, which is our favorite pet food and treat store, and the Swiss bakery, which is about as close to an Italian bakery as you can get around here. I got a salami and emmentaler sandwich made with a soft pretzel with butter. It was so good. I got two strawberry eclairs, which I think I've mentioned here before because they're kind of like Napoleons, and they have strawberries instead of chocolate. And they have a lot of good treats at Swiss Bakery and probably the best carrot cake in the DMV, but still not as good as the carrot cake at Pestiche Providence. It is also soy foods month which I'm sure is a thing that other people celebrate. In non-food-related holidays, it is Canine Fitness Month, so get out there with your dogs and slap a Fitbit on them. I want to see a month of closed circles on all those pooches. It is also Poetry Month. I am a huge fan of poetry, but I don't think I can recite any of other people's poetry anyway, without it being a copyright violation. But if you ping me, I will call you up and recite some of my favorite poetry to you over the phone. It is also World Landscape Architecture Month. And let me tell you, some of the worst people who never should be allowed to plan gardens are landscape architects. Now, before you come for me with your iPad Pro Pencil, my experience has been as someone who has had to build these insane gardens that people come up with who have no idea how things grow. I am sure that there are some landscape architects who do actually understand how nature works. I just haven't ever met one. Now, the first week of April is also National Bake Week. And again, how is that different from every other week? Okay, daily holidays. Today is National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day, which is at least a twice a week thing for me. So I do not accept that it is one day out of the year. No, I do not. Do not accept it it is also ferret day but i am pretty sure that is for pet ferrets not for food ferrets so you might make a note sunday april 3rd is chocolate mousse day and you can have it as pot de creme chocolate pudding as a filling in a cake however you want i give you the absolute freedom to choose your own chocolate mousse adventure monday is cordon bleu day when i was a teenager i used to make dinner at home sometimes, and I would make something called chicken little, having no idea it was basically a poor man's chicken cordon bleu. It was a chicken breast wrapped around a piece of ham or spinach and cheese and then baked. Monday is also hug a news person day, and I highly recommend you do this, but do warn them first so they don't think you're getting ready to beat them up. It's also School Librarian Day, and if I had to pick one person out of my elementary and high school experience who was just the most stand-up faculty member, it would absolutely be the School Librarian. Tuesday is National Caramel Day, or if you prefer, Caramel Day. It is also Deep Dish Pizza Day, which is fine, whatever. And it is Raisin and Spice Bar Day, which I think is probably a hermit. My non-food calendar... Tells me that it's read Rita Roadmap Day, which seems a little combative, but okay. It's also Flash Drive Day, and please someone tell me why we need a day devoted to flash drives. Wednesday the 6th is Caramel Corn Day, which is Cracker Jacks, um, I guess. And I actually prefer cheese popcorn, but you know, we don't all have to like the same things. We're not all the same people. Thursday is Coffee Cake Day, as well as Burrito Day. Both of those things I like very much. I have a great coffee cake recipe that has been in my family for decades that is brought to every baby shower, every funeral, and every brunch event. If you need the recipe, let me know. There was a burrito that I used to get at this place in Providence called Tortilla Flats. and I think that it was called the Incredible Burrito because it was as big as a platter, and it was so good. But once I also had a whole pitcher of sangria with it, And now I cannot look sangria in the eye without feeling seriously unwell. But I can still eat burritos. Speaking of, Thursday is also, interestingly enough, alcohol screening day and beer day. Little bit of tension on Thursday. If you were to ask me what kind of beer I like, I would tell you "Hmm, a nice light Hefeweizen type with fruit in it. A little cloudy and a little fruity, just like me. It's also no housework day, and no, Mom, I did not make that up. It really is on the calendar. Just because I celebrate all year round doesn't mean I made it up. Also, on Thursday, baseball is back. Traditionally, I would watch the first game of the season at the Decatur, drinking a cloudy beer, eating my weight in hot dogs with a hundred of my best friends. I may have a hot dog on this day and put the Red Sox game on, but honestly, it's not the same without the 100 friends. Friday is Epanada Day, and I'm a little embarrassed to say that I don't think I've ever had one, and I should probably remedy that. Maybe I'll do that on Friday. It's also Zoo Lovers Day, but I think you'll be glad to know that I have in fact been to a zoo. Okay, next week we'll talk about Earth Month, Vases versus non-native plants, the best jelly bean brands, and we'll get an update on how Canine Fitness Month is going with all of our dog friends. Remember that when you review and share the podcast on whatever platform you use, it moves it up in the food podcast ratings, and more people see it, and I am ready to be hmm, Beyonce famous. So please have a good week, and I will see you on Wednesday for Two Chocolate Cakes and next weekend for Sidecar. In the meantime, remember, ice cream sandwiches are a perfectly good breakfast food, most Best Buy dates are just suggestions, and the best Anna is Anna Kendrick.